What's going on, everybody? It's time for another episode of the Binge Boys Podcast. Another special episode this time around. Another edition of the Inkwell Authors series. I'm your host, of course, Logan Lewis. And uh, before we get into the author uh, that we're talking to today, let's uh, let's go over a few things. Number one, follow us on Instagram, Binge Boys Podcast. That's the place that you need to be to know what we're doing. That's where we post all of our reviews updates whatever it goes on that instagram ask us listener questions on the instagram story you'll you'll answer them in the next episodes that's the hub for the binge boys that instagram account binge boys podcast secondly this episode is brought to you by by said in the city scholars the said in the city say that five times fast scholars program was created to put feet to said in the city's vision to change the face of travel by encouraging African-American students to study abroad and supporting their quests to do so. Cedric said it best, dreams don't work unless you do. Today, I have a really special iteration of Inkwell Authors. We visited with Tiffany last time and we talked about her series and her books and her dreams or inspirations. But this time around, Inkwell presents an author that hits closer to home. I'm sitting down with Roosevelt today, author of Said in the City book series published by Dr. Blades Consulting, LLC. Roosevelt, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. How are you, Logan? Good, man. Thanks for being here with me. Pleasure to be here. Awesome. So I guess before we get into just who we are or who you are, I'm sorry, uh, let's kind of give a little backstory. So we know each other through Inkwell, of course, but even a little more personal because you're actually related to Beverly, correct? Yep, I am Beverly's brother. Wow, are you older or younger? I am the youngest. Um, she's she's uh, right above me as far as age, and then we have two um, older siblings as well. So three three older sisters, and I'm the baby boy. Wow, the baby boy. How does that boy. feel growing up with with the older sisters? Um, they spoiled me. I, I, you know, I, I won't admit it. I guess I just did, uh, but I never admitted it growing up, but they're great. Uh, I, I could not ask for, for three better, uh, siblings, uh, sisters in the world. They're awesome. Awesome. So, uh, so obviously Beverly and I worked together at Holder when I, uh, when I was working there and, um, just like last time when we talked to Tiffany, she introduced us and we had a few meetings, got to know each other a little bit, and uh, now we're here. So the reason I say this one, everybody that's listening um, at the top, I said this one hits a little more close to home is because the the book that we're kind of, or the books that we're going to be discussing today hit a little closer to home. They're a little more personable um, and maybe a story that a lot of people will relate to. Um, can you tell us just a little bit, Velt, about how you became involved with this whole ordeal? I, if I, if I cross a line and asking a question that's too family personal, please tell me, but was this a plan from the get go? Um, you know, starting to think of ideas to let Cedric's, uh, story live on. Uh, did you guys always want to pursue like a book or, or something of that matter? Um, I, I can't say it, it was, we thought of it that way. So, um, little of the backstory, uh, Cedric is my nephew. Um, and 
Um, my oldest sister, Patty, is his mother and um, her husband, Cedric Sr., um, of course, his father. And so, um, you know, Cedric was a, a, a travel influencer. He was an educator. Um, and I'm talking about my nephew, Cedric. Um, and, and he um, was an inspiration for, for a lot of people. Um, if you're not familiar with, with his story, um, please visit SaidInTheCityForever.com. Um, to get a little bit more of, of who Cedric was. But uh, for me, he was my nephew and and love love Cedric and and just he was such um, he was such a unique um, person because he he was a go-getter. He was um, you know very adventurous. he he sought um, to see the world. Um, he he inspired so many people and and inspired me in in a lot of ways as well. Um, but Cedric was tragically killed um, in an accident. Um, in May of 2019, um, and it was, you know, something that just shook our family um, to its core. Um, he, he surprised us by coming into Atlanta for that weekend um, to celebrate. Um, we had we had a couple of celebrations that entire weekend. Um, his aunt's birthday, which is my second oldest sister, her birthday was that weekend. Um, his niece, Cedric's niece. Um, had a birthday that weekend, and then Mother's Day was was that Sunday, and and he was tragically killed um, that morning of Mother's Day, and so, you know that that just again it was just a tragic accident that um, of course you just never you just never expect to experience that um, as a family. Um, so then it was um, a couple of months later, one of his high school teachers who was uh, very influential in his life um, approached. The family, uh, mainly mainly my sister, um, about you know the idea of a children's book, um, you know chronicling Cedric's life and adventures, and so um, I've always aspired to be a writer, but you know didn't really you know put that in motion in any in any type of way. Um, but my sister approached me and asked me would I be interested in in writing the stories, um, and so I of course was you know honored to do so. Um, and so that, that's how, that's how the backstory of how, how these children's stories came to be. Um, and so we started this, um, process. Um, I guess it was that, that winter of 2019, if I'm getting my dates correct. Um, and so it's taken, it's taken a while to kind of get going. Um, and, you know, we're here now and, and we we're very excited about the end product and we hope that it, it can inspire um, young readers and, and um, people of all ages, but um, it, that's how the story came to be. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm looking at Cedric's Instagram right now. And um, the, the guy to say that he was a traveler is a little bit of an understatement. I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy has been on some just absolute mind boggling trips, man. This man's been around the world. he, like some of these pictures, it's just, it, it almost looks fake. Cause yeah, it's, it, yeah. <laughs> it's so, it almost looks like there's a green screen behind him, like back here with in Malaysia and, and, and all of these other countries around the world. Do you know um, from his uncle's perspective, like what made him be such a travel guru? Did your older sister and her husband enjoy travel? Is your travel in your family's blood? Like what, what made this kid, get so enthusiastic about traveling to the point where he became a, like a micro influencer uh, and started his own brand and, and all that around traveling. Do you, do you know uh, much of those inspirations? 
Yeah, I, I don't think he got that from anybody within our um, within our family. We, you know, we growing up, you know, we're, we were military brats. So we traveled, you know, because my father's in the army and, and things like that. But as adults, you know, we, we really didn't travel a whole lot. You know, um, I think that was just Cedric's nature. He, you know, you know, Atlanta or, or he was born in, in Dallas, um, got family in, in Tennessee. You know, these are too small of a place. You know, I think he wanted to see the world and everything that the world had to offer. Um, so I, I, I can't say when we when we knew that he had this ambition to see the world as as he wanted to. Um, but once he started to, I mean, there was no holding him back. I mean, I think he visited around 30 countries um, in you know the span of, of you know, like two years. Um, yeah, he, he's wherever he wanted to go and wanted to see, he just did it. That's so inspiring because so many of us, including myself, sit here and say like, oh, I'm just, you know, I'll get there. You know, like I'll, I'll eventually like personally, I've never left the United States. My family growing up never traveled outside of the United States. So um, me personally, I've always been the guy that's like, oh, I'd love to go to Spain or Italy or, or London or what, you know, whatever. Um, but he just got up and did it like he's, he he's, did it. sounds like he was a damn go-getter he was and and you know like for me you know i've, I've always like looked at what, what finances might hold me back i can't go see all these places because you know i got a i got a plan i got to budget it you sure. know cedric was he was like you know what i want to go i'll figure out all that stuff later you know the, the important thing for him was to just see the world you know immerse himself in the cultures you know get to get to know what it was like to live in other places. So I, I think it was, you know, just, he, he was such an inspiration in, in that regard um, that he didn't let, you know, things, you know, hold him back from what he wanted to do in his dreams. That's absolutely crazy. And it just makes me feel like somewhat shitty knowing that like this kid, <laughs> just like, like you said, like I'm sitting here thinking about the logistics, like, okay, well, plane ticket to Malaysia ain't cheap. Uh, and, and and thinking about all these things where this kid just woke up one morning. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go to Malaysia. And then next week he was on a flight to Malaysia. And it's, it's, it's absolutely inspiring. I'm sure many travelers out there can, can relate that he just had that drive to just go. You said he, he visited like, I think Beverly said it when we were having one of our previous meetings, like 30 countries or something in 30 days. Yeah. Something like that. He had a goal. Yeah. It was like 30 countries um, that he, that he visited. So he started, um, when he graduated college, he graduated from Georgia State, and he he actually had a you know a job offer that was going to be in in Nashville, Tennessee. And so, you know, he told his parents he was planning on moving to Nashville, and then it was like a surprise when he said, you know what, I've had a change in plans. I'm going to go to China. I'm going to go to Beijing and and teach in in Beijing. And so it, that kind of just you know floored everybody that, you know, Cedric, well, we thought you were just going to be a couple of hours away in Nashville and now you're going to be, <laughs> uh, you know, a day, a day away, yeah, a day away yeah. Um, in China. And and that, I think, just kind of kickstarted his, you know, his travel. So, you know, once he was in China, he, he visited a lot of countries in, in Asia. And so, um, yeah, definitely, you know, the cost would have been different if he was flying out of, out of, you know, the States each time. But he was, he was in Asia and then he just made his, you know, his goal to see as many of the countries that he could um, while he was there. Makes me sad because I, I, it just makes me want to go and, and see these countries even more. It's, it's so, uh, it's absolutely crazy. So, so when, when your sister approached you with the idea of, 
um, of writing the the books about him and his adventures, I'm sure you felt a monumentous pressure of like, yeah, he's my nephew and he's family and everything, but there's still a pressure that like, you know, obviously he's no longer with us. Like, did you feel some kind of pressure from maybe not from the family, but maybe just from yourself that you wanted to live up to Cedric's name? Oh, anyway. absolutely. absolutely. Because, you know, yeah, you can look at his Instagram and he, he had many followers there and, and just wanting to make sure that I did, I did his, his legacy justice, you know, so, and, and, you know, I'm a first time writer. I, I had never had any, um, you know, works published before. So, you know, that was definitely a challenge. Um, I felt I could do it. You know, I was confident in, in my ability to, to put a story together because, you know, again, I've mentioned, I've always wanted to be a writer. Um, and, and so Cedric's passing was that inspiration, you know, that I mentioned that he, that he gave me that, you know what, just do it. You know, don't, don't let things hold you back such as, well, I've never written before. Uh, you know, I don't, you know, I didn't want, I didn't want to have any excuse for why I couldn't um, achieve what Cedric would have done if he was here, which was, you know what, uncle, just do it, you know? And so um, I, I did have some of that feeling, but at the same time, I, I knew that um, the output and, and what we were trying to do to um, continue his legacy and to hopefully inspire a group of young readers um, the same way that Cedric inspired us and everyone else. Um, so um, I, I just felt it was going to be good, no matter, no matter how, you know, insecure I may have felt um, about my abilities, you know, those things were quickly washed away because I, I knew that we would be able to put together a good, a good a product. Sure. Sure. Um, so, so for the books themselves, so there's two, if, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. um, the first one is just uh, said in the city or no, it's birthday surprise. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, the first surprise. one's birthday surprise. And I like kind of the feel that, you know, the first book, um, I, I hadn't realized this until after I started the second book and then like went uh, back and forth between the two. So when upon my first read, I'm, I'm thinking, whoa, the, the first book just just ended just very, very abruptly. But then you open the second book to the first page and it almost picks up as soon as the previous one left off. You know, in a lot of books and movies, you know, if there's a gap between two installations, uh there's at least some time passed but no this this carries right on into the next book um do you guys want to do did was that always the goal to have it transition from book to book to book instead of having a complete beginning middle and end in each book or is it kind of just a supposed to be like a journey like how how is that how's the structure for the books yeah yeah. So, you know, when we talked about, you know, putting together the books, we, we envisioned, um, you know, a book for every country that he traveled. And so, yeah, we're, we're talking about a 30, 30 um, series book or 30 books in a series, I guess is the right way to say that. Um, and so that, that was kind of the, the goal. Um, and so when I started to put together, um, you know, the story, the, the stories, which became the first two books, um, yeah, they, they kind of were meant to be where it's, you know, the one book ends and then you pick up with the next book and, and then that's kind of the, the next, the next, um, you know, the next part of the story. So yeah, you, you mentioned journey. I think journey is a great word to describe what I think the stories will be. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with the other, the other books in the series, how, you know, if they will be the same way. Um, but I kind of in, in writing, it was almost thinking about 
it as like, you know, a Netflix series or something like that, where sure. it just kind of goes into the next story and, and keeps the reader kind of, you know, anxious for the, to hear what happens next. And so I think that's why when you say it ends abruptly, it, it kind of ends where, you know, it, it does story end. Picks up. Right, 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 exactly. It, it, it does end for that book, but at the same time, you know that there's more things that are going to happen um, yes. in the future, subsequent books. Yes, absolutely. So the, it comes with, let's talk about the, the bunch. So the bundle f- for the first installations or whatever, it, it's with the birthday surprise as well as... Um, yeah, Happy Chusok is the the second book, um, and yes. yes, yeah, we're we're planning to to uh, sell them in a bundle, um, gotcha. and so yep, so um, I think that will be helpful, especially you know since we're introducing you know Cedric to the world, you know that, that may not have known him. That um, seeing these books together, I think, will make a lot more sense um, mm-hmm. if you if you were to have them together. Sure, it kind of gets the it kind of gets the feet wet on Cedric and who he was and the. And the traveling aspect and in his friend, it just introduces you to the universe that these books take place in. Exactly. Um, And speaking of of the characters, I found it very cool um, that you guys used for for all the characters in the book, or or most of the characters, at least, um, you used the names. And uh, I think if I remember correctly, like the faces, too, of (laughs) his friends in real life. Is that was that a part of the plan as well? Did you guys have to like ask the families for permission or did you kind of just roll with it? Yeah, we did. Um, so we kind of thought about who, who might be, you know, we didn't want him to be alone. We wanted to have some friends with him. And so the, the friends that are with him, um, most of them are his nieces and nephews. Okay. Um, and so that, and, and it is from their likenesses as well. Um, and then, um, there's also a, a friend, one of his childhood friends that he grew up with. Um, she, she's a character in the story. And then also, um, you know, one of his, one of his students, um, that, that he was very fond of, we, we, we brought him in there as well. Um, and then, you know, even, even in the second book, um, the characters that are in the second book are, are actually family members as well. So, you know, when I wrote it, um, you know, a lot of those things weren't discussed. I, I kind of just felt, you know, I'm, I'm writing this as his uncle, but, you know, he, you know, he has nieces and nephews that are in this age group that would be, you know, reading this story. And I thought how cool for them to read a book and they're in the book. Um, I just thought that would be so special for them as, as, you know, not only recognizing that this is their uncle, but also to have their own likeness in a book. I thought that was just, you know, if I was a kid that age, I'd, I'd be like, you know, um, thinking that's so cool. And so I just, I just kind of put myself in their shoes. And, and so I wrote them into the stories that way as well. That's really cool. And it's really impressive, honestly, to, for just kind of like taking this and putting the spotlight on you for a second. Like you said, you were an unpublished author. You were you were waiting for the right opportunity maybe to, to get your feet in that, in the book game and this opportunity presented itself. And, and I read both books a couple times and uh, for your first time, man. And again, I'm no expert, but like you did a pretty oh, you're good an expert. job. If you think I'm good. You're an expert. <laughs> <laughs> it, pretty, pretty damn good job. Um, Thank you. And I'm sure it, well, actually, no, I, I was wondering maybe is it easier to write about him because he was your family or does it make it, kind of going back to the pressure question earlier, does it make it harder to write because you want to capture the right tones, the right, 
you know, body language, all of that stuff factors into the writing. Was it difficult to write? Um, I can't, I can't say it was difficult, um, in, in the way you're describing. And I think the pressures that, that I expressed before, you know, as far as just wanting to make sure I lived up to his legacy, that, that was more pressure from that. Mm -hmm. Um, as far as, as far as writing it and, and capturing who Cedric is, I mean, Cedric was, you know, he wasn't a shy kid. He wasn't, he wasn't, you know, he was, uh, you know, he was very, um, you know, kind of animated himself. He just, just who he was. Um, and so, you know, his, his personality, his, you know, the things that I try to capture in, in the books, um, were just things that as, as he was growing up, I was like, yeah, this is the type of a kid Cedric is, and this is who this kid in this story is as well. So that, that wasn't the diff a difficult part at all. Um, and, and even in some of the adventures that he experiences in the books, um, you know, they're not um, actual events, but they're things that we know Cedric, you know, Cedric, he kind of had some of those experiences. And so um, it was just kind of easy to, to write from that standpoint, because, you know, he just did. A, he did a lot of things that, um, you know, for the family, maybe not for the every every, you know, every reader that doesn't know him personally, as we do. They may not really know some of those things, but as a family, I think we all we all like, yeah, that's that's who Cedric was. Wow. I'm just getting lost, to be honest with you. I'm 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 looking at his Instagram now. I'm just getting lost in like I said earlier, the, the pictures of this dude's travels. Um so I, that brings me to um the Roaming Republic. So he founded this, I don't know if it's a company but it's like a it's an instagram account almost like a travel enthusiasts or a travel blog um movement yeah. almost did was this something that he was like damn i'm 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 a traveler i'm i'm a i'm a good traveler and i i like to document it why not create a brand behind it do you know much about how that came to be yeah i mean he <clears throat> he founded he, uh, one of his friends they founded the company together and his, his goal was um, to get others that maybe had fears, phobias, or, or were being held back from traveling and experiencing the world, um, that they would have that opportunity as well. So, um, you know, and he, his focus mainly when he was traveling was that he noticed that there weren't a lot of African-Americans um, in these other countries. Um, and so um, he, he thought, you know, you know, why not, you know, open up the opportunities for them to, to travel and, and see everything and, and appreciate everything that he was able to during his travels. So, you know, he would organize and plan the events, you know, so he would get, you know, people would um, submit that they were interested in traveling. He would put the itineraries together. Um, he would do all of these things. And then once they, you know, everyone got there, they would plan, you know, just different events around um, that country and, and getting involved in the culture, learning about the culture and, and, and having just a good time together there. So that he was, you know, when we talk about his inspiration, um, he wasn't just, you know, saying it, he was putting the wheels in motion to, to get others to be able to experience those things as well. That's crazy. Um, back to, I know we're, we're flip-flopping a lot, no structure to this interview, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, for, for the purpose of putting the two books together in a bundle versus selling them on their own, is it just the same mindset of the reason why you decided to write two and then release them at the same time? You kind of wanted to, 
like I said earlier, kind of like introduce people to Cedric and his adventures in like a in like a one and two, and then like the rest will come later type deal. Is that why that they're both being released like together in like a bundle? Um, well, I, I don't think that was the plan initially. Um, when when they presented me with writing it, um, you know, I, I just started writing and you know, I wrote it in kind of a short story format and it was just like too long. <laughs> so <laughs> it was it was really three books at first. And so we did some editing and, and you know, pared it down. Um, and then, you know, we we're able to get it into to two books. But we really felt like um, if you, you know, the first book really doesn't go through any of his travel adventures. It's just kind of um, kind of introducing Cedric and, and the rest of the characters. Um, and then you know, like you mentioned, it kind of it kind of ends abruptly, um, but then the second book kind of picks up with his travel. And so, knowing that Cedric's, um, you know, his you know travel, he that that's kind of what he be became known for. We didn't want to exclude that portion, um, you know, when releasing the book. If we would have just released the first book, he may not have gotten um, kind of the understanding that we were trying to get across that this is this is somebody who you know wanted to travel and see the world. So. Um, it, it just made sense that the books would be put together in a bundle. Sure, sure. Um, so as I said at the top, you know, when I when I read that the the pod was brought uh, brought to the people by um, the scholarship. So this is really cool. Um, so if people didn't look into it when I said at the top, look into it now. Um, this scholarship was yeah. founded. Was it founded by you guys, the the family? No, this was founded by Cedric. And, and oh, so again, wow. Okay. He just, he just did it. Yeah. Damn, he did dude, so, yeah, but, you know, before he passed, he put, yeah, he put together a scholarship um, that is, um, you know, wanting to make sure that, um, again, others that can have the opportunity to travel um, can, can get it. And so um, the scholarship is a, a yearly scholarship that's um, given away to recipients. Um, it opens each um, August of each year, which is the month of his birthday, and then a recipient is chosen in December. And um, so the criteria, you know, African-American college students that major in film, video, and, ed or, and or education um, or related majors, um, that's that's what Cedric was. And so he wanted to make sure that uh, those in, in positions where he used to be um, could, could um, get a scholarship that would allow them to travel abroad and learn abroad and so um, yeah he put that together before his passing and and so we wanted to continue that so you know proceeds of of this book will go towards the scholarship um and you know we want to continue his legacy we, we just are so proud of of who he was and what he what he accomplished and and what he set out to do for you know for others and you know that's that's the whole mission of, of this book and, and what we hope to do with it. Wow. That's so that's so cool, dude. Like this kid just makes me feel bad about how lonely and boring my life is. <laughs> this kid, yeah. It's it's so inspiring. And I hope the people listening hear this and and look into the Roaming Republic and look into Cedric's Instagram and look into the scholarship. Because it's it's so damn it's just inspiring that that's that's kind of a recycled word that I've said fifty times today, but it that that's what it is. It's it's kind of just out of this world that one kid. How old was he when he passed? Um, he was, I believe, twenty seven. 
the I kid was only a couple years older than I am, and he had the, it seemed like he had the world by the horns. He just he just did it, which is uh, which is just incredible. Um, yeah. So I assume that with the first two books kind of gearing up to be released, right? Is there a release date set for them? Um, we're hoping that they'll be re- released, um, you know, by end of end of this month, January or or by February. Um, we will begin taking pre-orders probably within the next two weeks, but we are very close to launch. Um, and so I, w- I would expect within the next, uh, you know, within the next month, um, they would be available um, for sale on his website, on the Set in oh. the City Forever website. Wow, that's awesome. So I assume if books one and two are about to be released that there's some stuff in the hopper are you guys gonna are you guys waiting it out to see the response and and stuff with with regards to the books to like like you said the plan would be to do a book for every country he's been to or are you guys hitting the ground running and you're just writing and behind the scenes you're just writing 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 yeah i mean i'm i'm writing a little bit um you know not we we haven't you know kind of gone through everything related to the next the next you know books that would be released um so part of this yeah is is wanting to to gauge reaction um you know and and see um how it's received but if it's you know i I guess i'll put it this way i mean all of us are kind of amateurs at, at this you know none of us and you know i'm talking about everybody on the family that was involved in this none of us have gone through this experience before so we've learned a, a whole lot during this process. So I think it's going to sharpen our skills for the next, you know, the next books that are released. Um, so I, I think that's going to happen again. You know, if, if it doesn't do as well, you know, and I, and I don't know how to how we would even measure that level of success. I think getting the book out is a success in itself. Um, but as far as, you know, putting the plan together to release other books, I think that's going to happen. Um, but yeah, it, we're, the goal would be to try to release, you know, at least a book or, or two every year. Wow. That's awesome. I can't wait to be there, uh, first in line to snag a copy and, uh, and be there to support you guys. Um, Velt, uh, this was fast, but I, I think that's all I've got for you, man. Um, do you have, this is your moment now to go ahead and plug away plug any websites, Instagram accounts, whatever you name it to get the word out there. And I'll be sure to put all of these links that you um, provide uh, for the people uh, in the description. So there's ease of access. So now's your time to shine to uh, spread the word. All right. Thanks, Logan. Um, so said in the city forever.com. Um, I, I encourage everyone to go there. Um, you can learn about um, the scholarship um, and you can learn about Cedric, his life, his legacy. Um, you can learn about um, the books as well. And that's where the books will be sold. So I, I encourage everyone to go there. Um, Said's Instagram page as well, which um, I'll have to give that to you and, and for you to put that in the link. I don't have that handle. Um, but I, I just um, am so happy to be part of, of my family that, that put this together. I'm so ha- proud to be Cedric's nephew, Cedric's uncle. And, and you know, what he, what he inspired us to do as far as putting this book together. Um, I hope and pray that it's an inspiration for young readers. Yeah, I, I feel you. Just just so people caught everything, I, I I pulled up Cedric's Instagram account so I can I can throw those handles out there. Uh, his Instagram ha- uh, handle is said in the city c e d i n t h e city. And Velt, man, thanks so much for being here, man. It was a lot of fun. I got to know about you guys and the family more. 
and uh and yeah blessed to to be a part of this journey with you guys and hope to uh to get my hands on some copies of this book soon <laughs> well thanks logan i i was honored to be here as well representing the family and, and sharing the story cedric's story and and we look forward to uh future engagement as well thank you very much awesome absolutely so everybody like i said just there at the top uh Check out uh, the website, check out the Instagram handles, all that will be in the description. And then one more time about that scholarship, everyone, the the scholarship that we talked about a little bit, the Set in the City Scholars Program, it was created to put feet to set in the city's vision to change the face of travel by encouraging African-American students to study abroad and to support their quest to do so. And to close out, Cedric said it best, dreams don't work unless you do Everybody, thank you for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. Goodbye.